Hey, Digimon! Hey, Digimon! Monster friends for the boys and girls! Hey, Digimon! Hey, Digimon! Champions of the digital world! Hey, everybody. Um, that was my botched attempt at, uh, referencing one of the tracks from the Digimon The Movie soundtrack. Um, and even then, it still sounds out of place. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you picked the worst track to reference. You could have done, like, Funk Soul Brother. Oh, yes, the Rockefeller Skank. There was also One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. There's the impression I get by Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and many, many more. But um, All-Star. And, of course, All-Star. I mean, that's that's really the thing. Uh, uh, we'll, of course, give some more context later on. But the soundtrack, there, there was just so much to choose from. And I didn't have the willpower to actually do the digi rap because, oh you're, God, <laughs> you're a human being with limited. I am a of... human being with limits. Look. I can only put up with so much cringe. If you look up Digimon in Webster's dictionary, which I'm sure it's in there, it's a very important word. It'll say Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon yes. are the champions, <laughs> guaranteed. Yes. Um, still though, for those who are curious, I, I, I mean, the Digi-Rap starts with the Digi-Volution is up and running. Digi-See, Digi-Hear, Digi-Know what's coming. <laughs> Our Digi-Destiny starts today. Let me hear you say, Digimon, Digital Monsters, Digimon are the champions. That is, that, that little bit right there, Digimon are the champions, Dig, Digimon Digital Monsters, that is like the only semblance of the original intro that you will hear in the, in the Digi-Rap, which is, um, unfortunate. But, um, before we really dig into our, uh, topic for today, that being Digimon as a whole, basically... Or at least Digimon that was leading up to the release of our uh, motion picture that we are reviewing today. My name is Ian, the host of this wonderful little event called the Inciting Moment Podcast. Who else here is with me? Hi, I'm Sam. I'm a digi-evolutionist. <laughs> I am uh, I'm Harrison. <laughs> and the temptation of me sticking a mon at the end of my name is definitely there. <laughs> Well, that does beg the question, if you were to do that, would it be Harrisonmon or Harrymon? I don't know. I don't know if one's already a Digimon, that's the problem. I don't know. I, I, we're we're going to have to figure this out. Harrison, <laughs> can you actually find that out? Alright, so, um, no. But Harrymon apparently means, like, manservant in Old English. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> no, Middle English. Why does that? Huh. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <Weird. laughs> well, you, anyway, you learn if it wasn't day. obvious with the amount of times that we have said Digimon, this is going to be the Digimon episode. Um, This particular little span of time, uh, we just couldn't really find anything interesting to discuss in terms of recent news um the most is maybe baldur's gate 3 or elon musk changing twitter to uh being named x instead but i mean hmm. let me tell that you. conversation would last about two minutes i love the idea of trying to look up old twitter videos and typing in x videos to look up oh yes yes indeed yes because X is very distinguishable from X video. But, yeah, Digimon. Uh, it's a series that has, uh, for a while, kind of been relegated to a bit more of a niche sort of community. A little bit of a niche entity, mainly because a lot of its popularity was back in the early 2000s, right on the cutting edge of digital animation technology, as you can clearly see from the limited animation from the original show. But, that of course begs the question, what is Digimon for those who have not been uh, graced with the advent that it is? Well, um, 
That is that is a can of worms, to put it very, very simply. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I picked up. <laughs> basically, the best way to look at Digimon is that Pokemon came first, but Digimon didn't start as a Pokemon sort of like spinoff or rival to it. It started as a Tamagotchi rival. Yes, Tamagotchi being this... Um this type of uh, digital toy back in the 90s where there were these like little tiny capsules that had an LCD screen. They would basically have like these little memory banks that had um, digital creatures in them. And you can raise them and feed them and do all kinds of little things with them and, and, and whatnot. Um, now, of course, many other companies tried to jump onto the bandwagon what essentially ended up happening was Digimon uh, was one of those sort of things that came about. And this one was obviously much more geared towards uh, boys, as you can probably guess. Yep, because the main difference you know? was instead of raising it as a pet, you'd raise it and then you touch your, you and your friend's Tamagotchis together and you fight. Hell Indeed. yeah. That's what raising yeah. children's about, right? Yes, and the big thing is that Digimon had a bigger focus on um, the evolutionary aspect of its design. Digimon, uh, after a while, they would gain enough you know, info and experience and stuff like that, and very similar to Pokemon, they would go through a process called digivolving and they would turn into much more powerful monsters yes that may or may not look anything like they did but, but <laughs> important thing to put a pin in when talking about digivolving yes. multiple things can evolve into the same thing the digi like evolve things you commonly need to look at a chart to figure out how to get to the thing you actually want to have your guy become Jesus. And in the games, you can also go backwards, so you can start as one starter, go up the tree, down the tree, up the tree, down the tree, and end up as the other starter. Yes. Yes. Now, much like I mentioned, Pokemon had a very similar evolutionary chain sort of thing, where, po uh, where monsters would turn into stronger versions and whatnot. However, Digimon, I would say, like... They looked much, much more like monsters. Like, it lives up to the digital monsters part of Digimon Digital Monsters. I think that's one very big difference between Digimon and Pokemon. Uh, whereas the Pokemon usually have, like, this gen... Like, most of the time, generally eye-pleasing sort of design where they look slick or cool or stuff like that. With a few exceptions... Digimon, they were like, yeah, they would be like these roided out, super muscular, like, you know, T-Rexes, dragons, tigers, wolves, lions, and stuff like that. My personal favorite, though, Ian, is one of them is just a nun with two pistols. <laughs> yes, or, or, or a cactus with boxing gloves. Or my personal favorite, because here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Some of the uh, evolutionary things, as I mentioned, they would sometimes look nothing like what you would expect them to turn into. Like, for example, uh, one of the, I guess, poster child uh, Digimon, that being Agumon, he's a tiny little anthropomorphic T-Rex monster. You know, he starts out kind of cute and stuff like that. He's got big eyes and stuff like that. But when he digivolves, he turns into a giant T-Rex called Greymon. Greymon is a much larger, much more muscular, and much more spiky T-Rex. Like, that is what you would expect something like Agumon to turn into, you know? Uh, Gabumon, which is like a very noticeably wolf-centric uh, Digimon, he turns into, well, a wolf. There is a Digimon named Gatomon that is a cat. It is an anthropomorphic cat. Mm -hmm. And you would think, oh, a, a leopard, 
a tiger, a, a lion. No! Gatoman turns into a actual scantily clad blonde angel woman named Angelwoman. And you're just supposed to accept that. <laughs> you're forgetting Hell, the important yeah. part, Ian. She's wearing a helmet that blocks yeah. her eyes. So yes. she can't even see. Nope. Literally BDSM angel. Just throwing it out there. Uh, 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 it's a, a natural bit. progression as a digi destined. I would understand, Ian, but since you are not a digi destined, I don't think you'd get it. It's a natural. Yeah, I think anyone can be a digi destined. It was. It was. Hard enough. If you no, read Darwin's notes about evolution, I think you'd get it. But uh-huh. you you aren't a digi destined like me and Darwin was. Oh, okay. oh, hold on. Let me so, let me check when something came out real quick because the Angelmon design looks remarkably close to the angel design in Shin Megami. So I'm just curious as to if those came out in a very very similar time period. You know. Now, of course, we've mainly been talking about the general gist of like, you know, Digimon as a franchise. Obviously, the way I became aware of Digimon, I assume much like many other people. Aside from the, you know, Tamagotchi craze digital device thing that came out in the 90s. Um, that was through the TV show. The uh, the, the anime that was uh, licensed by uh, Fox back in uh, 1999? If it was Dude, 99. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. The fact that it came out in 1999 is kind of fucking breaking my brain right now because i feel like it would be early 90s no but this came out apparently <laughs> after i was born so it's just like i don't know i'm maybe i'm getting too old <laughs> <laughs> uh don't 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 worry i also feel very old because uh oh god i distinctly remember catching specific episodes uh of the original show when they were on like oh, I don't know, Fox Kids or something on, like, a Saturday morning. Distinctly, I remember the episode where Agumon digivolved into Greymon for the first time and stuff like that and whatnot. But the show was obviously a means of, you know, capitalizing on, you know, the success that Digimon was having at the time with its Tamagotchi sort of, you know, contribution. Um... The show followed these, uh, how many kids were there? There was Ty, Matt, Joe, Izzy, Sora, Mimi, TK. Seven kids, or as they are referred to, the Digi-Destined, that, uh, befriend, yes. R referred to? No, no, you gotta put some respect behind that title. <laughs> Bow before the ah, Digi-Destined. Bestowed the title of the Digi-Destined. <laughs> mm -hmm. A most regal title. Only for oh, the, the greatest Kangs. Look, Until, I'm going to be honest with you know, guys. I'll go ahead and finish What's that? that? Right. Oh, I was just going to say that uh, until later Digi-Destined show up and it kind of becomes a little, you know, redundant. But anyway, you were saying... Quiet so. non-believer. <laughs> <laughs> so let me rule with you guys. I mean, for the longest time, my only connection to Digimon at all was Rumble Arena 2, which I may or may not totally legally be downloading on my PC right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Good. Because now you fuckers have to wrench that core memory from my brain. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, for, you know, so a lot of those things, when I hit, when the nostalgia comes, it's mostly for that game and the other PS2 games. I never really watched the show. Um, because it was never really on, you know, when I, when I really got old enough to appreciate it, I guess I just never got the, you know, never really got into it, into it, you know, like I could recognize it being a kid growing up. Yeah. Like, okay, I know that's Digimon, you know, and mm -hmm. I gotta say, going, watching the movie, man, just a quick little, just overall quick thoughts. It is, mm -hmm. I may not be a huge Digimon fan, but. I am always a huge fan of Saturday morning ca cartoons, no matter how old I'll get. And this, yeah. is, this is the pure, purest, crystallized Saturday morning cartoon feeling movie. And it just hits deep. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is a sh this is a shit I used to wake up and see at 10 o'clock you know, every Saturday morning. And I love it for it. But sorry, I, I just yeah. had to throw that in there. Yeah, and it's <laughs> well, just... Well, no, as... fair enough. 
it's just as disorienting as well as a Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, oh absolutely. Really? <laughs> really oh my God, it is. But I mean, I agree. Uh, I, I guess we're just going to go right into the discussion of the movie. Um, yeah. Digimon the movie. Uh, a little bit of explanation on the just absurdity of its, I, I guess, existence, really. But um, naturally, with TV shows that are huge in popularity, it's only natural that at some point um, there becomes this theatrical event where it's TV show, insert name here, the movie. The movie. I mean, think about it. There's been cases like Power Rangers, the movie, Transformers, the movie, which, of course, we reviewed at one point earlier on in the episode of uh, the Inciting Moment podcast. Go check that out. Um, Very similar feeling in terms of Saturday morning cartoons, but with a bigger budget and, uh, you know, feature length runtime. Uh, The only difference is... A lot of death in that movie compared to the original show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Digimon the movie released right on the cusp of Y2K. That being 2000, baby. <laughs> my God. The forlong year of 2000. Oh my God, the year where everyone was cranking up to 11... Uh, all kinds of music, mainly techno and pop punk. Oh God! Stop and everybody's about the past fascination. Time. Stop talking about the past. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, honestly, with how much of the two thousands, because if it wasn't obvious with our previous discussions on this podcast, um, many of us here are two thousands kids. We were born in the 90s, but most of our memories came from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there's a little bit of wiggle room with, like, late 90s and stuff like that that I can vaguely remember, but, again, childhood mainly was in the 2000s. Most of where our memories come from. And, as such, I am a sucker for anything that is just a blatant time capsule of that decade. And thankfully, it seems like recently, especially with um, shows like that recent Twisted Metal show, we're starting to get into that nostalgic trend of, oh, hey, let's start referencing the 2000s. Which, hey, I'm all for. <laughs> but, um, Digimon the movie. Wow. <laughs> Uh, general thoughts on it before we kind of give an explanation of just what even is this? Um, wow. It is everything that I vaguely remember the show being and then some. It is a wild ride that just doesn't stop. Probably not the greatest thing as a movie, and I can totally see this being one of those kids' movies that, um, parents are reluctant to sit through. Because their kids want nothing more than Digimon, Digimon, I want to see Digimon, come on! So And they have to just bear with it. So, this is where it gets funny with this movie, okay? Because I, I like yeah. animated stuff. I do, and some of the animated stuff I, I like has transformation scenes. And usually, yeah. when you have a show that has transformation scenes... They'll do it, like, once per season. They'll show the character transform for the first time. Like, go through the whole thing. The yeah. problem with this movie is that it's three movies that have been chopped into one. So you have to sit through the transformation multiple times for the same characters. Yeah. Then it will get hand-waved <laughs> and do a fast one, and then later on, it's like 20, minute later, 20 minutes later, you gotta sit through the full transformation again. <laughs> right. So, Harrison, of course, is paying mention to a, uh, a, a interesting little um, situation that this movie was in. Around the time that uh, 20th Century Fox wanted to, um, you know, do something with Digimon... Their main reasoning for wanting to have a theatrical event was because of a little uh, series called Pokemon and how um, under licensing from 
Warner Brothers, one of their big competitors at the time, um, Pokemon the movie sold like gangbusters, both in when it was released in theaters, I, I believe it was, uh, it both was. in Japan and over in, in the U.S., um, but also on home video. Jesus Christ, the amount of times that I remember trying to go to Blockbuster to rent that movie and it was always sold out, it was annoying. It was me, Ian. I traveled to Blockbusters to rent the movie before you could, forcing <laughs> you to watch Digimon. It was me, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joke's on you, I didn't even watch Digimon, because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> How dare you? I think it was after Pokemon the movie that I actually caught a couple episodes of Digimon. I'm like, oh, well that's cool i just don't know what's going on <laughs> you walked into the sanctimonious place ian and spit on the altar of the digi destined like that oh absolutely of course <laughs> i did i i did it with great pride <laughs> unknowingly um but yeah 20th century fox they were like well we want in on that kind of money we we want to have our own theatrical event but the problem was was that digimon at least when it came to its Japanese releases, the closest thing that the franchise had to movies were these uh, limited-release um, short films that uh, were released as part of like Japanese film festivals and stuff like that. Um, the first one, in a way, basically being the original pilot for... Digimon over in Japan, and um, given that uh, Fox was just like, okay, look, let's just use anything we can, anything we can, so that we can try and compete with Pokemon, we can try to hit up that sweet, sweet overseas licensing moolah, um, they went to the ends of the earth to figure that out, and what they did was, they were like, well, how about we take the three movies that have been released so far, one of which is part of a uh, Digimon show that hasn't even aired yet, <laughs> and let's yep. all cut it into a movie. And, and this is what you get, and it is a oddity, and it... likely the kind of movie that we will never see again. <laughs> it's the movie equivalent of if someone took a hacksaw to the pilot episode of Pokemon, right. the holiday special episode, and the season finale, and went, yep, that sums up the show. That's it. Bada bing. Bada boom. I mean, so, look. It feels like a Frankenstein. It really freaking does. We, let's, it, let's all it be honest. Does. We, we, <laughs> it's very obvious, but man... There is something so fresh and crisp about that writing. Like, it's dated. It's dated <laughs> as hell. It's 2000s, baby. And it will never be, it will never be timeless because it just encapsulates that time period ah, beautifully. Oh, it's yes, a good thing and a bad thing. For children's run. cartoons. Especially yes. for children's cartoons. <laughs> I can't imagine what the Digivolt would do with a fucking iPad. I don't know. But I don't it, know. You know, I, 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 I'm reading reviews for it online. A lot of people like complain about it. You know, it looks kind of bad. It doesn't look good. Here's the thing, fuckers. It's fun. It's animation may not be the best ever. You know, ain't no Ghibli film. Still looks decent. Still looks good. It's stylized. You know, with that oh, style. Go into like just general things that are good about it. Yeah, the animation in all three parts of the movie is top notch. Mm-hmm. It's just and very fluid. It is consistent, yeah. too. It mm -hmm. is. There's no all of a sudden 3D or, you know, CG bullshit that, you know, a lot of anime's pulling today. It's, it's fun. It's The writing is crisp. It's funny. Surprisingly funny. Honestly, it's yeah. almost like shockingly well-written in how just lightheartedly fun it is. Oh, yeah. And I mean, granted... Um... With how many jokes are just inserted into certain scenes, you you might get some comparisons to like uh, how the MCU just is like always like okay joke per minute we we have to bump this up. 
or something mm-hmm. like that. But because it has that like childish, juvenile sort of like what would a kid say as a joke in this sort of situation? It's just funny. And yes, mm-hmm. it's 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 fun. Now granted, um a lot of people were critical of the dub writing because uh, and this is for both the movie and the show um because compared to the original Japanese dialogue uh if you watch the show subbed from back in the day um it's noticeably more uh tongue in cheek and goofy compared to the uh, the original show which you know i I get that, you know, when something's serious and, and stuff like that, it's trying to tell a very, you know, thought-provoking sort of thing. However, in the case of the show, they still held on to a lot of, like, the really harsh sort of themes and other bits of writing that the characters were going through. Um, like, if I can just briefly talk about the show really quick, um, it's surprising how when you compare Digimon to, say, the Pokemon TV show... It is much more mature than you give it credit for just watching a couple episodes. Like, there are episodes talking about uh, neglect, um, kids having to deal with um, the change in dynamic because their parents are divorced, um, and just all kinds of things. Like, just things that you wouldn't think a show as goofy as Digimon can get with the dub anyway. Um... Now, of course, uh, some of those things don't really show up in the movie. It's much more about being more plot-heavy and stuff like that. But honestly, that doesn't stop it from having, like, really, really good stakes at times. Like, especially in the first two movies, um, which we can go into, like, the general plot-related things with each one in a little bit. But, um, yes, good sense of fun. Uh, Pacing. I think is one of the big problems, though. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it really just leads to that Frankenstein shite right there with the pacing. Oh, yeah. Well, the other thing is that uh, Fox was trying to not hit, like, the two-hour mark, and you can tell that they were trying to do everything in their power to, like, cut down as much as possible, because the amount of money it took just to, like, um make this rendition of all three movies was, like, a lot. <laughs> and uh, when when it came out in theaters, um, it did not make back its money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true genius isn't usually isn't appreciated in its own time. But That is true. Yeah. Look at The That's Room, life. for example. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that one speaks for itself. I t- modern, modern citizen, <laughs> give it a hundred years, it'll be this citizen, another citizen game. <laughs> well, the, the other problem is that Pokemon, for example, when it was in theaters, it didn't make, like, gangbusters per se, but it was successful because it didn't cost as much to, like, actually put it in theaters because the only thing that Warner Brothers had to do was just license it, dub it, and then make a intro for the movie and have some credits play. As well as have a couple things of, um, you know, licensed tracks play, I believe, mainly at the end of the movies, like during the credits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But with Digimon, because of how much they had to cut, they couldn't really use the original um, Japanese soundtrack. They had to use basically... Everything from scratch, which also included the sound design. Everything had to be done from the ground up, and as you can probably guess, that cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, if I can say one thing, sound design was neat. I actually think that it holds up pretty well, and there's only a few times where I'm like, ooh, ooh, ee. But for the most part, uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> but it's pretty good and if i can also talk on another semblance of sound uh the soundtrack yes we have to mention the soundtrack <laughs> yes because <laughs> much like i was talking about with it being a uh, a time capsule movie the soundtrack gives you a very good idea of when this movie came out you get yeah. tracks from as i was saying 
Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Less Than Jake, Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> the list it's, just goes on and on. It's just wild. Yeah, uh, like uh, it, it, for the most part, the soundtrack works. I mean, of course, you got the main track, The Ditch Rap by MC Peapod. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name? Yeah. Yep. That's his uh, name? Oh, yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how you know it's goddamn quality. The Digivolution is up and <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. If I made uh, a movie, I would hire MCP Pod. I do have to ask, because there are quite a few times where the soundtrack choice... In my personal opinion, it is pretty good, and it's timed well. What's your favorite moment with the soundtrack? Okay, so the part that just killed me, because I did not expect it at all, was just when Funk Soul Brothers starts Dude, you son of a bitch, I was about blaring. to say Right about now, <laughs> the Funk Soul For the brother. kids' scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yes! It's, it's gonna be that. I'm sorry, besides All, all Star, because for me that came out of nowhere too. But Oh, God. The, the funny thing about that scene and how it uses that track is that, um, naturally, when this movie came out, there is a CD release of the full soundtrack of every licensed track that was in the movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I'm actually a proud owner of it. Um,. The soundtrack, quite literally, amongst all these tracks, has that particular track on it, which for those who are not aware of this track, it is called The Rockefeller Skank. <laughs> and the mm. fact that it immediately follows uh, All Star on the soundtrack listing that you can see plain sight, I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's something else. But but the pure comedy of when this song starts blaring is the equivalent... Something basically latches onto a character's face, and then it starts blaring. It'd be the equivalent of if you were watching Alien, the pod opens, the face hugger latches onto the guy, and it starts blaring this. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it, it's not very different at all. Um, my personal soundtrack moment is... Um, I think the track is called Runaround. I forget who does that one. But that one, anytime I thought of the movie, that was the track that always um, stuck out to me. Especially because it goes well with the action scene that it shows up in. Yeah, it just works for that scene. Like, unironically, it actually, like, works. Where, like, all the different Digimon are trying to fight the one evil Digimon. It's just like... You run around, I run around, we're all gonna run, run, run around. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's an experience. Yeah. Another one that I think is a close second is when uh, the impression I get um, plays when... Spoilers for the middle chapter of the movie. Um, the nuke is disabled and it crashes into the uh, the river and whatnot. Because I thought that that was just a perfect yeah. end of catastrophe oh, sort um, of moment. It's funny that you mentioned the nuke, because that requires a <laughs> explanation about uh -huh. the plot. Because yeah. this is a kid's movie. Yeah. And one of the three parts, the plot involves uh, a Digimon virus hacking the Pentagon and firing two ballistic missiles, two nukes, one going at the main character's hometown and the other going to Colorado. It deserves it. It's fine. <laughs> just, he just fires yeah. it at Colorado for some reason. Well, see, the reason is because uh, Willis, this fucker, this little shit that is like central to every single part of like every part because the movie keeps reminding you of him even though even if you've watched the original show you have no idea who he is yeah apparently the the the, the evil digimon wanted to just nuke him which yeah. doesn't make sense because in the third part then it tries to go after him himself and then like try to i, I don't know i don't know again 
I think with our general thoughts on just the overall movie and how it worked, um, it's a good enough time to uh, go into each part in particular. Because again, these were three separate short films at one point. Usually mm-hmm. about, like, I think somewhere between a half hour to 45 minutes long. So, and what better way to start than at the beginning? Important thing to note. They cut about 40 minutes of content when they compiled all these together. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of it, I'm also like, why? Well, obviously, the reason why is because they wanted to keep it at, like, I think an hour and a half, which this movie is running at um which by the time that it's over it's like oh god wait that was an hour and a half i felt like i felt like a whole freaking marathon just went by (laughs) yeah the first movie i think is the one that for the most part is the least changed uh the the most substantial thing is that um there's a segment with the main character uh ty his father, who's only briefly mentioned in the second part because his belongings are on a desk, um, he's nowhere to be seen in the first movie, even though in the original film he was there as like a minor character. However, I know exactly why he's not in there, and it's because in the original film it was heavily implied that he was an alcoholic. Jesus. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so they likely cut him out because, well, you know. And you can argue, oh, they're just trying to get the first act out of the way, going and stuff like that, get to the big monster T-Rex fighting the giant parrot Digimon. But anyway, yeah, what did we think of the first part of the movie in terms of, like, the first act and whatnot? I have... <sighs> One sentence. It is a question that sums up the entire first part for me. Yeah. Who gives their infant child a whistle? Right? I, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I really wasn't sure what was going on with the whole whistle thing. I imagine in the original film, there's a bit more of a reason for it. It's implied that for whatever reason... The, the, the girl, Kyrie. Or, no, not Kyrie. God, no, not Kyrie. Kari. Kari. Way more easier to understand than what you just referenced. Uh, yes. <laughs> Kari. She only communicates with her brother, Ty, through the whistle, which I don't know what the deal with that was, but anywho. That's a lot of questions. Um, she probably stopped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's. We'll just kind of gloss over that. Um, first part, they have an egg pop out of their computer, and it turns into a Digimon. God bless. Yeah. Um, I think in this part you also get a very good idea of what kind of movie you're going to be put up with because the humor and even the sound effects, and again, with the Rockefeller skank playing in (laughs) one scene, um, yeah, you get a pretty good idea of what happens (laughs) and what kind of movie you're in for. Um, very quickly gets us to what the first part was remembered for, and that is, um, their Digimon that turns into a Agumon, and then a, you know, Greymon, uh, fighting Parrotmon. Parrotmon. Surprisingly (laughs) dope. Yeah. (laughs) Which... I mean, the, the fight itself is good. It's well yeah. animated. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really worth mentioning that as much as this is called Digimon, the only times I'm fairly certain they use that classic 2000 CGI is just on Evolution. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, someone had to sit down and draw these things, and I feel bad for this person. Because yeah. Because these designs are cluttered at times. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Well, the other thing is that, like, Greymon, for example, just has so much, like, musculature to their design that they have to draw that frame by frame. It's like, 
if you asked someone to animate Berserk and told them, oh yeah, all those, like, really highly detailed graphic, like, you know, scuff marks on Guts's armor and just, like, the, you know, detail on the skin and the face and stuff like that, yeah, you need to animate that. Good luck. Frame by frame. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I will say that this one feels the most, well, I don't want to say the most pointless, but I feel like they could have just started with the second part. Yeah, I completely agree on that. I was going to say, to put it very politely, everything that this tells you, it immediately tells you how it works in part two. Uh, yes, which, if we can just go on ahead and segue into part two, um, this one is a few years after, uh, the events of the first part, as well as, oh no, no, uh, four years, to be exact, four years after the events of the first movie, and I believe a year after the events of the show, uh, there is a Digimon that is born from a virus that is hacking into all kinds of supercomputers and basically sets the second part in motion by launching nuclear missiles at multiple parts of the world. <laughs> Only two parts? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, in the original, um... In the original film, it was multiple. No, I know. Yeah. Small details. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Not canon. It's just what makes it so much funnier that they changed that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that uh, this one, I think, has the least removed from it. Obviously, bits of context are changed. Like, um, there's a running gag of uh, one of the Digidestined named Izzy who's like the Point Dexter uh, tech kid. Um, he keeps drinking uh, Ty's mother's uh, awful recipes. Uh, in the original film, he's drinking oolong tea because he has a caffeine addiction, and uh, he has to go pee constantly because he's drinking too much of it. So, I, I, I think, once again, much like with the alcoholism thing, they changed it to um, bad shakes because um, they don't want kids uh, getting the idea of, oh, I want caffeine. Caffeine? Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this part, I think, is the one that likely everyone who saw the movie remembers the most because it is the most just interesting part like you think the battle with greymon and parrotmon in the first part was interesting this cranks it up to 11 like the action in all three of these are good but i vividly remember everything that happened in this part because yeah. the the uh digi destin's um you know digimon partners they go into cyberspace basically the internet to fight the virus, and not only is the actual action well animated, but there's interesting stakes, because let, uh, much like we mentioned, missiles are going to hit two different parts of, you know, the world, Colorado and Japan. Eh, and half that's really a stake, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> God damn it, Sam. <laughs> um... Just, just don't get but on top of that, on top of that, because this is the internet, and it's also the internet in 2000, the limited technology of how you're able to actually connect to the internet, as well as the um, obstacles that the uh, virus is planting, that being it cuts out the internet and cell towers for most um, uh, people within the world to where they can't call each other, and they have to, like, communicate with this emergency voicemail system and stuff like that. I mean, it really sets up a good sense of, like, you know, conflict and stakes and stuff like that. And because of the limited internet connections, the Digimon themselves are weakened and slowed down because of internet latency. Yes. <laughs> like, they defeat the villain... By forwarding him 10,000 emails. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they... and on top of that, the main Digimon, uh, which its final thing is referred to as Diaboromon, it's also cloning itself, so that even if you do kill one, you don't know if it's the original Diaboromon. So, I mean, it's insane. And obviously, it's the one that, you know, people also remember, but it's also the only part of the three parts that was featured in any of the trailers for this movie. And it makes sense. Yeah, because when I went into it, I thought the whole movie was that. When I, when I, when we first, when I first heard we were doing the Jimon movie. You know? I thought right, it'd be, right. It, so it's kind of wild. Yeah. And uh, when it ends, I'm like, oh, wow, cool, they wrapped it up, they saved the day, cool. Roll credits. But then it kept going. Oh. Go it does, Ian, into Hurricane Touchdown. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> so, um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, obviously, some of the things that we said that we liked about the previous two parts, especially with the soundtrack, the sound design, the dialogue, stuff like that, all cheesy, fun times. However, it was this one where I'm like, hmm. They really could have cut this one. Because this one is the one that they changed the most. And, uh, is not good, to put it bluntly. No, because you can tell that what this part became, it most certainly is not what, um, you know. Because the main This one was supposed to be... The main important thing to mention for this part is it only has one character from the, from the other parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. You only get a single character that was in the rest of the movie for the remainder of the movie and are introduced to an entire new cast. Yes, yeah. an entire new cast that, by the way, even people who were watching the uh, show up until this point have never met before because the characters are from the sequel show Digimon Adventure 02 and I'm not gonna lie I didn't like these characters <laughs> they, were, they were still written finally so I mean yeah for me the main problem I have with essentially all of the G- Digimon movies is for the, like the serious, you know, moments where it's supposed to be sad and shit, yeah, it just didn't really hit, and it probably didn't hit for me because I didn't really grow up with Digimon. But yeah, it, it was just like you know, they it's something. It's probably something that Pokemon I think did a little bit better in their movies. The actual emotional weight it helps that it, Pokemon the movie was one continuous thing, rather than you know three parts, and then mm-hmm. like you said with the change of characters. So like it's the serious moments. Because the movie's generally so silly, it didn't hit as hard. And that's because no. it's a Frankenstein of a movie with a Frankenstein, you know, of what they were trying to do. But I, I don't think it really attracts enough from the movie to say, I, you know, don't ever watch it by any stretch of the means. But it, it's something I, I, I noticed and felt. Maybe if someone, you know, watched a bunch of Digimon, they'd be like, okay, no, actually, it hits pretty hard. But it's something I want to know. Yeah. And it's a shame, too, because apparently the original film that this third chapter of the film um, of Digimon the movie uh, covers is actually one of the more, like, emotional, melancholy kind of films. Uh, the, the original material was about this Digimon that went rogue and obviously was a threat to not only his master, that being, uh, at least how he's called in in the uh, U.S. version, uh, Willis. Um, The Digimon wanted to have things go back to the way they were, because they still have the memories of how things were before things went to shit. But the problem is, is that they can't just go back to when they were little kids, where they were happy-go-lucky and free of everything that happened because things change sometimes mm-hmm. for the better sometimes for the worse and in, the, in this case you know the digimon wanted to go back and that's honestly really sad the problem is is that coupled with the 
um, super quick pacing that doesn't give a whole lot of time for emotional, you know, uh, cases and moments in, in this part of the movie, much like you said, Sam, it just doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one was unfortunate because this is the one where I'm like, I... I'm kind of checking out now. I, I I don't really care what's going on. I mean, sure, there's some really well animated action sequences, but I don't like any of the uh, the new characters that have shown up because also they don't really give you a whole lot to have them, you know, be developed and 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 introduced well enough. You're just kind of told how they are, and. Honestly, for the things that people say are annoying about Digimon the movie, I didn't quite agree with it up until this part. Which yeah. also makes me really confused, because one of the big plot-related things that um, came up in the original version of this chapter uh, that was removed from the movie, and frankly, I'm baffled that they did that because i think it would have tied together the previous chapter a lot better into this um the the evil digimon that's trying to have things go back to the way that they are he actually captures the original cast of characters he captures the original digidestin from the original show and the new characters have to save them and I'm like, why would you remove that? That seems like the perfect way to tie together the previous two parts. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think that was a missed opportunity right there. Because honestly, even though they briefly have the characters show up in the intro of this chapter, they, they just disappear. And the only two returning uh, characters from the previous chapters are TK and uh, Kari. And that's it. And they're gone for most of the chapter, too, because they get sidelined. So it's just like, ah. This one was definitely handled the worst. Like, they they don't just get sidelined, Ian. They get aggressively sidelined. Yes. <laughs> to where they only show up in, like, the final act of that chapter... And even then, if they didn't show up, it would have changed nothing. No, no, no. It Th them showing up was very important. It gave a power-up to the new characters. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't you remember? It gave, it gave golden armor to... Uh, uh, I, have, I have no clue. V-Mon? Yeah, V-Mon. And Carrier-Mon. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I, true. Okay. <laughs> That is their entire ah. role in this movie is to give one character a power-up. But yeah, that was all three parts. Uh, overall, here's the thing, though. Recommendations. How do you guys go about that? Eh. What do you think? It's kind of strange, because I love it, but I, it's hard for me to recommend it. Um, because it's... It, let me rephrase this. If you're a old man like me who mm. remembers that period of time watch it because it's that saturday morning cartoon feel yeah it's it's just harder for me to recommend to younger people just in general i i would like them to watch it just you know to prove it still exists and i'm not that old <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's i don't know I, I find it difficult i'm going to still say yes i recommend it but it might have been. It might be. It would be better if you would watch Digimon beforehand. It is one of those that is yeah. better if you truly know the show, and so that's oh, why I find yeah. it a little bit more difficult to recommend. Still love it, and if 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 you want that feel, you know, you hear the old men and women talk about that Saturday morning cartoon feel, and you want a you know a quicker version of that to get that little dopamine rush or see what it's like. There's worse movies than this. I, I would still recommend it with some you know, small caveats. Yes. Okay. How about you, Harrison? All right. The, I would recommend it if, uh, important if here, 
if you like things like Power Rangers, because that's basically what this is like, is the Power Rangers to, like, Super Sentai kind of thing, where it's really, really goofy, but made from something that isn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So if that's your cup of tea, this is perfect for you. Fair enough. So, very similar to what you guys are saying, I recommend it, but only ironically, in the fact of, like, you gotta know what you're getting into. <laughs> that being, it is a Frankenstein's monster of three separate short films being jam-packed into one film. Um, if anything, I would recommend that maybe you even just watch the original short films back-to-back, -back because they seem like much better stories. <laughs> It'd be Especially better. if you just want to watch uh, the middle chapter, which the original film is called Our War Game. Mm -hmm. um, easily the most interesting of the three, the most fun of the three, and I feel like uh, the one that you should definitely check out the most. Maybe the other two if you're curious. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> um, which, for a while, it's interesting that we've been uh, uh, talking about this movie and reviewing it. Um, it's a little difficult to actually watch this movie. Uh, in order to watch it, I actually had to link you two guys uh, a download of a... Um, HD reconstruction of the Digimon movie that someone reconstructed using Blu-ray footage of each of the three short films and frame by frame matched it to the original release. <laughs> so, Ian, I actually wound up watching yeah. it on something separate. Oh, you did? On an internet archival website for videos. Oh, well, that works too. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I of course say up until now, because it's interesting, not even, I think, three or four days after I recommended the movie, a anime distributor company called Discotech, who's put out some pretty good releases um, over the years, they announced plans to not only remaster Digimon the movie, but also get the original cast members of the dub to dub the individual short films. And now, I'm sitting here saying, when that comes out, pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> it, this movie was a little bit hard, you know, kind of one of the most difficult to recommend. But maybe yeah. the Mecha Session movies will be a little bit easier. Speaking of which, oh, hey, indeed. Mega Session, motherfuckers. Yeah, the cycle continues, and now we go into our next Mega Session. So this idea was actually suggested by Harrison. Harrisonos, uh, the mad genius? Yes. The, the Digidestined himself? I'm mad. The mad Digidestined, indeed. So, uh, Haramon, uh, what was your idea for this Mega Session? Complete and total anarchy. What movie is that? We have picked a movie without anyone else knowing what the other person has picked. And it's like the, the card flip reveal. So there's a chance yes. the movies have things to do with each other. Otherwise, we're going to get full tonal whiplash. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Harrison, how about, since it was your idea, what movie are you suggesting for the Utter Chaos section? I have picked one that is a recent release that I have only heard good things about, which is Netflix's Nimona. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. Um, Sammy I, Boy, did you happen to have an idea? Surprisingly, another animated film, but way fucking older. <laughs> oh, okay. From a guy... I'm guessing a good amount of people have heard of uh, Ralph Bashki. Ba Bashki? Okay. Uh, the Bashky. movie's called Wizards. Oh! <laughs> I've been wanting oh to see my. it. I've been wanting to see it and recommend it for this for a long time. And I think, I think it might make a nice contrast and comparison to Demona. Now that you just mentioned that, so maybe the stars are aligning. Maybe there's maybe. order in this chaos. Uh 
maybe. Um, fuck. He's gonna say some fucking like a documentary. I swear to God. <laughs> no. Um. So I wish it was animated because that would at least be the through line. Unfortunately, no, and I can't think of an animated movie to, like, put out there, unfortunately, off the top of my head. So I guess this one's going to be the utter chaos. (laughs) (laughs) However, similar to Wizards, at least in a little bit, it's definitely a movie that you can't make nowadays. Okay. And I'm... (laughs) I'm so sorry. I had this in mind for the utter chaos, and I'm apologizing in advance for putting this on you fellas, but I am recommending an early 2000s raunchy comedy, that being Freddy Got Fingered. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Ian, you have to realize, I changed what I was originally going to put. I was going to force you to watch Garfield. No! Why? I decided to spare you with Nimona. I I don't know too much about Freddy Got Fingered. All I know is I hate it, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You know what? Hang on. Hang on. Because in a panic, I was looking up some animated stuff that I could recommend. Don't coward out on me now. No, you chose. No? Can't, it's you can't in back the Discord. Are you sure? It's yes. in Are the you Discord. sure? It's in yes. the Discord. You can't change it. It's been scribed. I, I've scribed it down in stone. <laughs> you said what you oh, wanted no. to, and this is citing moment. Now you cannot never take this moment away. <laughs> why, why is it only after I said it that I, I, I saw Batman Mask of the Phantasm? I don't know. Fucking uh, Christ. Ian, you went masks off, and now you can't take the mask back on. And this is bad. Uh, Aren't citing moment. Get fingered, uh, fuckers. Good night and good night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, here we go. Here we go. God's being Well, until then, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>